Blog Talk Radio. Yeah. 
that things would work out in the end But friends are not friends and enemies are so close to me I don't know who you supposed to be So contemplate that before approaching me Got the south side right behind me, homie And for me that's plenty Now the bypass the drugs and the haters and the handy Play the politics right and ever so gentle up and snatch that bread, get the fam fed, get it like a man, like my uncles and pops would, if they had the chance, or maybe they did, and just couldn't advance, damn all I can be, I am more than a man, y'all don't understand, gotta get the cheese like a multiple choice question, and all I see is me, father told me long ago ain't nothing free, so I was talking that cheese like it's new gear, Everyone be crucial I can never break You will never see me do so Resolution I will always be on top Like resolution Got the life Cause I'ma shine bright Pump the music baby It's a revolution Feel the music baby It's a resolution Pump the music baby It's a revolution Rain in the windshield The wiper blades Got me dazing off In outer space Working out my next chest move a hole in the game to break through In the meantime, I just grind and pay dues Rhyme and stay true, rather die than shot shoes Since I was knee high, I shine better than bruise The face and egos so are much better than you My flow is clever, fine, so I can never lose And you know it won't stop Till a brother talking shop In an office with a view And a 30-story drop And a pretty girl or two Saying, man, we take your shoes Clever, welcome to the top Cause I need that gravy Checking the room, making sure nobody's shaded Laying in wait, lurking, waiting to play it Gotta pay the bills, gotta feed the baby If getting in it is a sin, Jesus save me Yeah, yeah You been listening to Long Road Home This DJ Food, Candy Music Quick Hit Hit me on Twitter, at DJ Food Hit clever, at clever. Shout out to my nigga Jay, facility studio. My nigga Lucci Lou. Young Money K. This is how I think blowed out of my mind. Feeling like committing a crime. Get a lot for that. I won't snitch, I ain't dropping a dime. I'm a self-made hustler, top of the line. I'm representing my mans on the block. The chopper working move, grams on the block.
into this. Peace, peace. I trust everyone's doing well this evening. My name is So L. I would like to welcome you to another episode of The Foundation here on High Frequency Radio Network, where we understand incorrect information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. Correct information incorrectly applied can get you hurt. So here at The Foundation, we're looking to correctly apply correct information. That being said, I want to start off by saying all thanks, praises, and honors are due to the Creator and the ancestors. But without them, we definitely would not be here. I want to get a, a big peace, big up, salute to Big Brother Yusuf L, HighFrequencyRadioNetwork.com, Creator Extraordinaire, bringer of the network. Accolades, accolades, accolades. I can't give him enough, actually, man. I need to go see this brother. I haven't seen him in a while. I have to come check you out. You too. You L. Like I said, highfrequencyradionetwork.com. Welcome to the foundation.com. Of course, of course. Make sure you sign up for that email list. Got people saying that they're having issues signing up for the email list. You know, welcome to the foundation.com exactly how it sounds the email list is going to be that first box right there make sure you put your email in there push the arrow button take it to another screen it's going to say that you need to you know click on some link that you get in your email that's a lie have a reprogram this the uh, the site even though the email provider updated their term my bad but just know you put your email in there you get the next screen to thank you or results or I don't know what it says but you'll be good you sign up for the email list you can also find the Facebook page for the foundation you can find the Instagram page for the foundation you can also find the Twitter page for the foundation all at one spot. Welcome to the foundation.com. You can also make a donation to the foundation if you appreciate what we're doing over here. Anything helps. Sign up for a consultation. No. All this from the same spot. Welcome to the foundation.com. I want to say peace to all the listeners. Peace to all the live listeners. And on the internet listeners. I want to say peace to all the live callers. Calling to the show, want to give a special shout out to all of the regular callers, or what would be known in some circles as the religious callers. You know, those who call into the switchboard, they're on their phones, they're checking out the show the whole time, they're paying attention when you got earbuds in your head or you got it on speaker. I appreciate you. Special shout out. Also, want to say peace to all the people who are listening on the internet. Like I said, peace to everyone who listens to the archives, the numbers. You know, you definitely help the numbers. Yeah, we appreciate you. Want to say peace to all the podcast listeners, everybody listening to the podcast app on their phone, and everyone who's sharing MP3s, downloading the shows, sharing the MP3s. Peace to you. Want to say peace to all the trustees. Salute. And everyone who's invested in their private education, whether it's with the foundation, high frequency, wherever you're at. Doesn't matter. Keep it keep it up. Keep moving forward. 
I want to say peace to anyone that I've done business with in the private, as well as anyone who sent an email or well wishes or simply, you know, sent a current event. I want to say peace to Sister Yvette. Also, anyone who's otherwise added to the foundation, those are the regular callers, those who call in, you know, and put their two cents in, which is much appreciated, even if you ain't really got too much to say, man. I just appreciate you pushing one on your keypad. Let's get into these current events. All right, so first and foremost, I think this is the first thing to say. The Federal Reserve, they lifted the rates. So this is on Reuters. Reuters Reuters.com, R-E-U-T-E-R-S. You can check this out. I always say the site where I get this from, so you can go behind me and check it out. Because, you know, don't believe a word I say. No, I definitely wouldn't. I don't believe a word anybody says. I check it out. If it's verifiable, I'll get with you. If it's not verifiable, best believe I'm going to wait and watch for you to play yourself. So, you know, always going to give you the site. So, Reuters, Fed lifts rates amid stronger inflation, drops crisis era guidance. Federal Reserve raised interest rates today, a move that was widely expected but still marked a milestone in the U.S. central bank's shift from policies used to battle the 2007 to 2009 financial crisis and recession. In raising its its benchmark overnight, lending rate a quarter of a percent point to the range of 1.75%, now at 2%, the Fed dropped its pledge to keep rates low and to stimulate the economy for some time and signal it would tolerate inflation above its 2% target, at least through 2020. Quote, the economy is doing well, very well, end quote. Fed Chairman Jerome Powell said in a press conference after the rate-setting Federal Open Market Committee released its unanimous policy statement after the end of a two-day meeting. Quote, most people who want to find jobs are finding them. Unemployment and inflation are low. The overall outlook for growth remains favorable. He added that continued steady rate increases would nurture the expansion as the Fed approaches a sort of sweet spot with its employment and inflation goals largely met. The economy was standing higher borrowing costs and no signs of a spike in inflation. The ongoing economic expansion coupled with Solid job growth has pushed the Fed to raise rates seven times since late 2015, rendering the language of its previous policy statements outdated. Policymakers' fresh economic projections, also issued today, indicated a slightly faster pace of rate increases in the coming months, with two additional hikes expected by the end of the year, compared to one previously. They see another three rate increases next year, a a pace, I'm sorry, unchanged from the projections in March. Quote again, the Fed's path of gradual rate increases and slow balance sheet reduction seems well established at this point. The The trajectory of U.S. inflation or the broader U.S. economy would likely need to change materially for the Federal Open Market Committee to deviate from that path, end quote. This is Aaron Anderson, Senior Vice President 
of research at Fisher Investments. Powell also announced the central bank would start holding new conferences after every policy meeting next year, which means a total of eight in 2019. The Fed chief currently holds uh, four such policy events each year. I go on. I'm not going to go on. 2% is the federal interest rate. They're talking about raising it up some more. And next, <laughs> yo, next CNBC, CNBC.com Dow falls nearly 120 points after the Fed hikes rates <laughs> uh, and points to more increases in 2018. Stocks fell after the Federal Reserve hiked interest rates and indicated that two more increases are increases are likely this year. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 119.53 points to finish at 25,201.2 as losses in Boeing and Caterpillar shares shares offset gains in shares of Walt Disney Company. S&P 500 lost close to a half of a percentage point close at 2,775.63 with consumer discretionary the only positive sector. The Federal Reserve hiked interest rates 25 basis points after its June meeting as widely expected but suggested two more increases are likely this year according to the Fed's so-called dot plot which tracks participant expectations for interest rates. Members now expect four hikes this year up from the three previously expected. The notion of more aggressive Fed raises Concerns about higher borrowing costs dragging on the economy and ultimately weighed on the market. Most of the mover low, um, most of the move lower, there's a typo on there, y'all, came in the final 30 minutes of trading. The Fed changed several phrases from his prior memos, citing more optimistic economic growth and higher inflation expectation, as well as lower unemployment numbers. Look, I want to tell y'all this. Look, there's, some, there's numbers that they don't include in unemployment numbers, okay? So this is from what I understand how they get these unemployment numbers, right? So if you are no longer applying for unemployment benefits, whether you're not eligible or you don't get it or whatever, then that you don't count as being unemployed. So you got to be actively applying for benefits to be count towards the unemployment numbers. Y'all, I ain't got to say how many people are actively filing for unemployment benefits. Now you can check this out. Like I said, don't believe a word I say. You better go check this out. But if you're not actively applying for unemployment, you're not counting in the numbers as being unemployed. There's a lot of people who are unemployed and not trying to get unemployment benefits that aren't being counted. And that's just one of the ways that they spike the data with regards to unemployment numbers. I'm not going to get into the other stuff they do. I want to move forward. But, yeah, the Dow fell over um, 119 points, almost 200 points. Dollar whipsaws after Fed announces rate hikes. CNBC, once again, the dollar strengthening, hitting a fresh session high before powering gains after the Federal Reserve uh, announced it would raise rates by a quarter of a percent, which fell in line with the expectation. U.S. Central Bank is re- is released. Look at all these typos, y'all, on CNBC. I'm just, I'm just going to change it. The U.S. Central Bank has released its 
latest policy statement at 2 p.m. Main takeaway is that the economy is doing very well. After the announcement, the dollar strengthened. I'm sorry, that's what Jerome Powell said. After the announcement, the dollar strengthened briefly to its highest level since June before powering gains. That means that means basically losing them. The greenback then dipped 0.15% in the afternoon. In the afternoon trading, the dollar was slightly at um, 110.46 yen, so 110 yen, almost 110 and a half yen to get $1. And then, it, and then the euro powered earlier gains against the dollar. It was up 0.09%. The British pound dipped slower than expected. British inflation data uh, today also hurt the pound as it weakened the case for Bank of England rate rise in August. All right, I'm leaving CNBC. Actually, no, I'm not. Oil prices rise 28 cents. Settling at $66.64 a barrel after a big drop in U.S. crude stockpiles. So oil is up. Oil prices rose today, turning positive after U.S. government data showed a bigger weekly draw than expected in domestic crude inventories, along with unexpected declines in gasoline and distillate stocks. Earlier in the session, Brent and U.S. crude had retreated on concerns about rising production in the United States and expectations that OPEC and other producers could relax voluntary output cuts. Prices were little changed after the Fed Reserve hiked interest rates and telegraphed further increases later this year. So they're basically not correlating that to, you know, the Fed rates and those rates. But, you know, gas is going to go up. You know, I'll talk about the credit squeeze in a minute. Where was I at? Where was I at? Crude inventories fell by 4.1 million barrels in the week to June 8th, exceeding analyst expectations for decrease to 2.7 million barrels. U.S. estimated... Gasoline demand hit a record high of 9.88 million in the week, the data said. The demand metrics here are amazing for crude oil and gasoline. This is John Kidoff, partner at Again Capital in New York. Put the exports off crude on top of that, and it's just a really bullish report. Oil is looking bullish, which means it's going to be more and more expensive means for most of us it's going to be all bad you know for traveling you can look definitely look for you know city transportation costs to increase these things are going to happen and continue to happen let me go to tech and let me let me get into the show elon musk buys 72,500 shares of tesla that's the owner of tesla bought 72,500 shares so I reported last well not maybe not last show it was a few weeks ago where I reported that there was a an issue with a, a Fed investor call that Elon Musk was curating and after that word got out of how he treated 
one of the analysts on the phone call and the shares dropped dropped a lot people started selling their shares you know Tesla supposedly lost all this money turn around and this dude buys 72,500 shares once they drop I just want to point that out Tesla Incorporated Chief Executive Officer Elon Musk I'm sorry this is Reuters 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 Elon Musk bought 72,500 shares of the company's common stock. A regulatory filing showed the day. He's already electric car maker's largest shareholder and now owns 33.74 million shares worth about $11.6 billion. Y'all gotta understand how much money this dude has. Tesla, which continues to burn through cash as it spends, on its assembly line and prepares for new investments on projects is cutting several thousand jobs seeking to reduce costs and become profitable without endangering the critical production ramp up for its Model 3 sedan. Another takeaway from that sentence that I just read is when companies start losing money, one of the first things they do is lay off human labor. Tesla has been trying to hit a 5,000 per week production target of its Model 3 sedans after facing initial production hiccups. Noted short seller Jim Chanos of Kinecos Associates said in an interview on CNBC that he continues to short Tesla shares. I'm not going to read what this dude said. I don't really care. You know what? I'm just going to kill it. That's, that's, that's going to be the current event. Let's get into this. Let's get into the show, all right? So the show is, you know, and, you know, I want to welcome you to the foundation. Appreciate you. I definitely appreciate you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. Appreciate you. You know? So welcome to the foundation. This show is public. You know, social security number, EIN versus private. You know, being foreign. And you know, you know the the famous or infamous or prestigious nine eight number. You know, I just wanted to get it into this this show because you know I've been dealing with you know clients. Got to say that that really don't understand the distinctions between public and private. And you know, sometimes I just get to a certain point that I've been at this understanding for such a long period of time that. You know, it's, it's quite possible that I don't really, I lose the ability to relate to those who are still coming into this information. And, you know, you hear terms like public and private. You hear things like 9A number. You hear things like common law trust, or, you know, peer trust. Or you hear, you hear these things like fringe benefits or, you know, proper corporate structure. Or, you know, whatever you were hearing. And it's just, you know, you hear it, it sounds obviously very important, but when you go to correlate to anything or any knowledge that you have, you know, you kind of come up with a blank. So I just want to break down, you know, let's just go into this, you know, you know, because this is very, very important. And how I do this, you know, I got my own 
little way of breaking this down, public versus private. But I think it's a it's a really concise way to break this down. So when it comes to public versus private, I just want to break it into two columns. If you got a piece of paper, do your dance. You know, make two columns. If you don't, that's cool. Just keep it in your mind. You got two columns. You know, kind of like double entry bookkeeping. You know what I mean? So from there, we got to understand what's going on. Bottom line is, at the top of each column, one column, one side says, you know, creator or God or whatever. And the other side is the government or gov, you know, public. You know, your, your faith is private. You didn't know that. That's why, you know, there's a separation or a supposed or alleged separation between, you know, church and state. And this is this is what's playing out every day, you know. So when it comes to that, from down there, you know, on each side, under under the creator, let's just say creator or God, you have the actual physical earth, you know, which you can stand on. Dirt you can pick up, water you can get splashed with, stuff like that. But under government, you got a certain jurisdiction or realm or reality known as, you know, you know, I call it commercial jurisdiction, but ultimately it's public law. Constitutional law, criminal law, administrative law, international law, all these types of different jurisprudences that fall under government. You understand what I'm saying? And derive from government. Okay? So one side you got the creator, the other side you got the government. One side with the creator, you got the earth. On the other side with the government, you got this fictitious realm. Known as, you know, public law, public jurisdiction. All right? So, you know, with the earth on the side of the creator, with the earth you have, you know, man created male and female. You know, hominid, human, humanoid, homo sapien, you know, homo erectus. I don't know. You know, how are you looking at it? And on on the government side, you know, the, the fictitious realm side, the commercial jurisdiction side, you have entities. Entities. And like like man made male and female, these entities are made private or public. And that's when you get into you know, the dualistic reality on both sides when you go private, public, male, female, and you got positive, negative. And then on the, you know, the natural side, we'll call it the natural side, the private side, the natural side. And you got positive, negative on, you know, the, the government side, the public side. It exists in both, in both areas. So when you're dealing with the private, what is the rule of the private? You know, if you if you religious or whatever, you know, a lot of a lot of religions say that God made a covenant with man. You know, man made male and female. Okay, so it's that covenant. The covenant is in the contract, there's a book, revelations, or certain 
types of scriptures or, you know, Sirachs or whatever that was written by prophets that came from, you know, God, the, the, the rule of the creator, the rule of God, the law of God. All right? Every creator instills their laws. Now, you know, the rule of God also, you can see it in nature, how things happen, how, you know, life works, the cycles of life, cycles of existence, cycles of earth, cycles of nature, the cycles of the seasons. Like, you know, there's different cycles that have been put into play, obviously, by the creator, creator force, whatever. And those would be called, you know, in my opinion, natural laws, also known as God laws. You know, the seven principles, rebellion, Proverbs 9-11, however you want to look at it. But, that you know, that's natural law. And I want to make a distinction right now. If you have a mortgage and they foreclose on your home, please understand that they, didn't, they have to walk across the creator-created land to get to that house. So let me break something down to you. There's no mortgage on the property, on the land. The mortgage is on the improvements of the land. And anyone who understands the mortgage will see that, you know, there's a land value and there's an improvements value. And people will be like, what is the improvement? Well, the, the improvements that, you know, the public considers improvements is the actual structure that is built. See what I said? Structure. The structure that is built on top of the earth, on top of the land. So that is the piece of so-called land, or the improved land that is actually mortgaged. And if you didn't know that, yeah, you know that, you can do your research, understand what I'm saying. There's never a mortgage on the land. The mortgage on the improvement, the structure, the construct. It wasn't created by the creator. That home was created by man or, you know, a crew of men and some women, or however it was created. It wasn't created by the by the creator, therefore falls under man's law, which is positive law, and through mortgages and different types of commercial transactions and commercial contracts, this improvement structure upon the land, this construct, falls under public law, which basically commercial law, you know, administrative law. So, you know, there are some people who have a land patent and have put the public on notice to define a trespass upon that private land. And I don't know, you know, if the fine for trespass on the private land is inexorably higher, I'm sorry, exorbitantly higher than the so-called construct or the improvements or the proper to home is worth. I mean, I don't know how many so-called government officials, so-called, you know, public officials in their public capacity with delegations of supposed authority are actually going to trespass on that private land and incur that trespass fee. Which will be a private tort. Ultimately. I personally would fall back to the contract. But moving forward, you know, so 
public versus private is bottom line. Are you are you falling under agreement or some side some sort of uh, contract, express or implied? Most most of the time, these public contracts are implied. Are we falling under an agreement to imply impl- implication through behavior? That is public, or are we acting under a private agreement? Remember, your faith is private, and that can you know that can't come in any way, shape, or form. You know, in, in any type of disharmony with with the state, you know, with the state. That's not how it works. So you form commercial code governs all commercial contracts. All of them. Commerce. Please understand your courthouses have EINs. Probably even got Duns and Bradstreet numbers. A contract governs the private. It stresses the importance of a contract. So you got legislation, law, public law, uniform commercial codes, statutes that rule the public. Private contract law rules the private. Also, how come how come when children are born? I don't know if they do this anymore. Kind of old school. How come when children are born, they go ahead quickly scoop up the child in the hospital? Put it in a you know little baby joint, a little warmer, whatever. Clean it, clean the baby all up, and then want to take prints of the child's feet before that child even touches his feet to the earth. They're trying to put its feet on this certificate. I'm just talking here, you know. I mean, I can't say too much, but I can say some some things. And I don't know, you know. Some pick up what I'm putting down, others don't. But I mean, there's there's certain things that have happened. There's certain implications. There's certain implied contracts that exist that need to be rebutted. Bottom line, how you rebut those, it's on you. You know. I suggest you know you hit up Yusuf L. Get down, get down with his SPC University. But please, please think about what I just said. How come they're trying to scoop the baby up, throw the baby in a warmer, clean the baby up, and then want to throw its feet on this commercial paper, on this paper first, before the feet even touch the ground, the actual earth? So you get your long form birth certificate. There's a little box that says commercial jurisdiction, and it's going to say yes on there, or inside commercial limits, or something like that. You'll find it. You'll see it. Those of you who've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. I ain't playing no games out here. Distinctions between public and private. Okay, so now we understand we got some real distinctions between public and private. Okay, so let's get into, you know, SSN versus EIN. 
um, versus, uh, you know, 9-8 number, you know, the so-called foreign number, right? Let's get into this. All right, so boom. I'm going to tell you right now. A 9-8 number don't mean nothing. A 9-8 number don't mean nothing. This is my, this is my mentor told me this. I've seen it. My mentor been operating for 20 plus years using what he, you know, set up. What he has set up as far as his private entity. And he tell me 9 8 number don't matter. It don't. I'm going to tell you the truth. It don't matter. It don't matter. It's all about how you operate the entity. It's all about how you administer the trust. Bottom line, with, you know, with the Patriot Act, when you go on to open your trust account, you got to give them a social anyways. And if you're not giving them a social, you're giving them something that's very, very similar. And go in there, you know, with, with, a, with an ID or national ID or whatever, and see how hard it is to get a bank account open. But having said that, if, you, if you're not operating the trust correctly, it don't matter if you're using a 9 number or not. Because they're going to they gonna file, they're going to send some notice to the trust, you know, the address on file. Right? And if you don't respond, then there's going to be a problem and they're going to pursue certain actions. And through those pursuit of actions and the non-response, the, the trustee is in a fiduciary capacity. It's a fiduciary rule. You need to look that up. You're a trustee. You're under fiduciary capacity. You don't fall on that person, that individual. Trust me, when the U.S. Marshals show up at your crib or the FBI or whatever, more likely going to be the FBI, show up at your crib, topic and all that stuff, okay? To avoid that, we need to understand the foundation. And the foundation is a 9A number is a foreign, it's a foreign identifying EIN. It identifies a foreign entity. Yes, your trust, if it was properly set up, properly, you know, organized, properly contracted, is technically a foreign entity to the com- corporate commercial United States. You know, I understand it doesn't owe its existence legislation. Right. First and foremost, you need to give a trustee training, make sure your contract is legit. Otherwise, it's going to fall to state legislation. If it's absent within the trust indenture, or if it's incoherent in the trust indenture, it will fall to state legislation, or they're going to hit you with the restatement of the law on trust. See, that means you be operating this entity for 10 years. You got all this money in there. You didn't even know the indenture was flawed. That's how serious this stuff is. IRS type of you know entity that's going to wait they're going to see oh okay so every time they're doing this return you know there's more and more you know income going through oh 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 they're going to do discovery do some investigation oh what are all the what's all the titles in this in this entity in these different estates what are the correlating or associated entities and they're going to wait to the best time to get the most out of it and pierce the estate it was pierced Ten years ago, when you first started administering, when you first started exchanging assets in the trust, when you first started your open bank accounts and purchasing stuff, it was already pierced. They just didn't do it yet. 
due to the nature of how the contract indenture was drawn up. Don't play with your life. That's what you're doing. Things that we exchange our energy for, using Federal Reserve notes as a medium of exchange for those things, basically are our life. You be playing with your possessions, those things that you exchange your energy for, you playing with them, playing with your life, ultimately. It's your past, you know, before life, you were sitting there working. And, you know, bought a flat screen or, you know, you bought some books and stuff. And now, you know, there's all types of, there's an injunction, all these types of actions coming against the trust, the trust state, the individual. After all these years, and there's nothing that can be done about it. That's what I'm saying. Get, get with trustee training, bottom line. Make sure your indenture, indenture is tight. If you're interested in trustee training, admin at welcometothefoundation.com. I'll, I'll, I'll give you more more information. I want to I want to read a couple of definitions real quick. You know what I'm saying? I got my Black's Law third edition. I want to be very specific real right now. I'm going to read the definition of majority. Majority, full age. The age of which, by law, a person is entitled to the management of his own affairs and to the enjoyment of civic rights. The opposite of minority. Also, the status of a person who is a major in age. Major. Kind of makes me want to read major. Person of full age, one who is no longer a minor, one who has attained the management of his own concerns and the enjoyment of his civic rights. Are you under the management of your own concerns? No. If you work a W-2 job, you don't even... um. Withhold your own taxes. Your employer does it for you. That's not handling your own affairs. Minority. Black's Law, third edition. Minority. Can't find it. The smaller number of votes of a uh, a deliberative assembly. The state or condition of a minor infancy. The state or condition of a minor. When you think about that. Please get you a black law. In a matter of private, affecting or belonging to private individuals as distinct from the public generally. Not official. Not clothed in public office. Public, the whole body politic or the aggregate of the citizens of a state, district, or municipality. Also, the inhabitants of a state, county, or community, as used in the Immigration Act of 1917, excluding aliens likely to become a public charge, the term means the people, the government of the United States. Mm. 
Y'all, y'all understand what a public charge is? Y'all ever heard that before? I know, I know you know what a public charge is, like, you know, I'm getting charged, but you ever heard an alien becoming a public charge? I'm saying these law dictionaries, please understand that all laws are written in legalese. Legalese is a language that sounds and reads pretty much like English, but it's not English. It's called legal e. Please look it up. This is the language of the lawyers and the judges. This is the language that laws and statutes and executive orders, all the public so-called rules and regulations, statutes, codes, procedures, laws, are written in legalese, all contracts. All contracts, public and private, are written in legalese. Please understand, it's a different language. It's the language of the lawyers and the judges. If you don't have a law dictionary, Black's Law, Bouvier's Law, doesn't matter. You do not know what you're reading. Not because you're ignorant. I mean, it's not because you're stupid. It's because you're ignorant. And ignorance can be corrected. Stupidity cannot. We just do not know. That's why law dictionaries are important. You don't know what's going on. Back to what I was saying, a 9-8 number signifies a foreign entity recognized to do business in the United States. So, you know, usually it's operated by a foreigner. Most foreigners do not have Social Security numbers. A 9-8 number is usually going to be obtained by a trustee who then delegates authority to an agent authorized by the trust to open bank accounts, so on and so forth, in the public, United States. That agent obviously being a United States citizen with a Social Security number. That's how this usually goes. Most of these wealthy families do not administer their own entities. They have managers that manage their estates. You got to understand what we're looking to do, most of us, when we say we're going private, is become affluent through knowledge, that of which is of a very high caliber. Not only how to construct, properly operate private entities, but also how to administer them in the public and use them to generate income and title properties properly. How to set them up and operate them, that's what you know. private families know how to do. The rest, that's what managers do. And they get a specific you know, stipend or payment for doing that. What we're doing is all of it, and it's a large task. And it goes without saying, in my opinion, that you need a mentor, you need some sort of training, you need to have someone on the other side that can help you transition. You also need to understand public and private. So now the big thing about the 9-8 number, I'm just going to say it on the air. 
You can only get a 9-8 without a social. And you can use that EIN to get other EIN. If you got a bunch of 9-8 numbers, you're a fool, and you don't understand what's going on. Necessarily, only need one. Because you use that one to get all the other ones. Yes, you can get a trust EIN from the IRS using another EIN. You can get LLC EIN. You can get any. You can get EIN. Can I ask you, individual or is it existing business? What do you do? So these, you know, I can only broach. I that was more than broaching it. I mean, I pretty much laid it out. But there's only so much I'm gonna say on the air, man. If you, if you understand anything, please understand that. There's only so much that I say on say on the air. I got to stick really close to notes because I get to digressing and stuff. And on top of that, I will get off topic. In the public, you're a creditor and debtor. That's it. That's the name of the game. If you're a debtor, you're a minor. If you're a creditor, you might be a minor, but more than likely you know what you're doing and you're of the majority handling your own affairs. Like I said, if you work a job, if you work a W-2 job and the employer is withholding taxes out of your checks, your employer is is a public entity that's handling your private affairs. You're supposed to be sending that to them. Getting a job, being an employee, is only a spot for minors. And I'm not talking about minors in the sense of, you know, gag guy Google, little babies and stuff. I'm talking about minors in the sense of not being aware, thus being enabled to handle their own affairs. And I hate to say it, but I'm going to say it again. You know, I like to say things three times because three is a magic number. If you work a W-2 job, if you're having taxes withheld from your wages or income, That's a perfect example of minor not handling the minor's own affairs. Most most of, you know, W-2 employees that go to, you know, with the big one, H&R Block. And some fools charge you like $400 on the back end of your, of your return. Talking about we're going to get it to you in two days, like that. Instead of doing it yourself. Of doing that one time, and then they give you they give you the whole thing, they give you the whole return. What do we do? We turn around and go right back to them instead of looking at the last years and doing it ourselves. So it's because we're minors. We're minors. Let's just keep it real. We minors. That's why we do it like that. Because we don't know. We can't handle our own affairs. Here, you do this. Just take whatever money you need to take. Because I'm used to taking my money anyways. Foreign. You want to say what foreign is? Non-resident alien. You want to know what a non-resident alien is? Contract. <laughs> it's that simple. People be out here trying to make it all convoluted. It's, it's phantasmagorious, razzle-dazzle. It's a contract. It's a contract that's recognized to do business in the United States. It's a non-resident alien. Non-resident. Does not reside in the United States. Where does it reside? in the jurisdiction that it invokes in the contract. 
You better have your contract better be so cold. You better be, man, you better be the smartest, most genius, most went to law school like eight times and dropped out the most. I'm serious. You better be the most trying to come up with your own stuff. I didn't even do it. I'm a speaker of truth, speaker of truth. I'm going to tell you, I got mentors. I had three, I had four different mentors before I was able to do trustee training. Not one, not two, not three, four. I was flying all over the country for like a year and a half getting all this information for myself. Then turn around and was like, man, we need this. This is why I've, I've been seeing all this stuff all over the world where my people are messed up all over, everywhere I go, all over the world. My people are in the worst condition. And it's like my, my life is so crazy how I'm in this position right now. But I'm going to tell you right now, I didn't do it on my own. Anybody who tells you that they did it on their own, they're lying to you, you should back away from them slowly. Don't turn your back on them. Back away from them. Look at them while you back up. Get away. Until you get a nice distance to where you can turn around and run. Like, you know how fast you can run. Don't play with yourself. Just assume that they can run faster than you. Back up away. You could play. But for real, what is a, a non-resident alien? It's a contract with the right jurisdiction. And it's, it's a contract entity, man. Trust. You're all a non-resident alien, man. Come on, man. You a non-resident alien? Yeah, let me see your ID. You give him a state ID. You're done. You're done, son. You're done. It's just things that we don't understand. You know, we out here, you know, on three different levels at least. We're out here on the level of commerce. We're out here on the level of contract. Right? Right? And we're out here on the level of what? At the very least, laborers. And a lot of us as parents, a lot of us is trying to do retirement. We are here on all these different levels thinking that we're doing it. We're not doing it. Sorry to say. You know, after high school, I feel like this. After high school, we stopped getting teased. You know what I'm saying? Even in high school, like, even if your friends didn't talk, mess about you because you wore them socks through the hallway, you know, during passing time. <laughs> even if your friends didn't say nothing, by, like, seventh hour, it was getting back to you that someone was talking about your socks. So, you know, very quietly, you never wore the socks again. You didn't bring it up, but you just, you know. You just never warm again. Now, after high school, I feel like you can't tell no grown person nothing because I'm grown. You can't tell me nothing. Well, that's how we're losing. We're losing because we're not accepting constructive criticism. And now I'm not going to say people joning on your socks is constructive, but it definitely is criticism. And I'm, am I in a position? Am I teachable enough? Am I open enough to sit back and be like, yeah, that was foul. That's mean. I don't really feel good right now. I don't want to punch you in your face. But there's truth to what you're saying. So let me just kick back and think about why and how am I giving you the reason to say what you're saying, no matter how you're saying it? I think we lost that after high school, college, or whatever. We need that back. We need that back. Because there's so much stuff that we're doing that we don't understand what we're doing, and we're getting in trouble. Some of my people's, man, and I can't help them. I feel so bad. They sent me this indictment with all these counts on it, and they're doing the most. And, they're, and so many of those things were outside of my realm. I mean, I've never even tried to do that, let alone thought about it, let alone how can I help you in this situation when I've never, I mean, come on now. This stuff is not a game. It's not nothing to play with. Um, so on, so forth, et cetera. And, you know, with this, you know, with this show, I just basically want to hit that home. Like, yeah, there's a difference between public and private. Those security numbers that, you know, SSM, you straw man, blah, blah, blah. Stop it. Stop it. It's an individual. 
Look at the tax returns. Let's just get real. Let's get real. It doesn't matter what entity you're talking about. I don't care. It was a straw man. It was my company. I got a company. I got an LLC. No, you don't. What do you mean? Because you had to report all that income on your individual tax return. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Is that what you did? Yeah, well, actually, yeah, that's what my accountant, that's what they told me I had to do. They told you that because it's not an actual LLC on the state and the federal level. The state calls it the LLC, but I mean, how much state taxes are you tripping on? Is your federal return bigger than your state return or, or otherwise? So you want to make sure the federal is right, but it's not. Why? Because there's a certain classification that wasn't made, man. We're doing a lot. We have good intentions, but we lack knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. And, you know, there's some areas where we can't have all of it. You know, some, some areas I lack knowledge. Some areas I lack wisdom. Some areas I lack understanding. But mostly, and most often than not, if I, where I'm lacking something, I have someone in my network that picks it up. Someone that I know, someone, someone that's close to me, or some sort of friend or associate of mine that's able to pick it up. But I'm going to tell you, I studied law. You know, me, personally, I studied law, specifically contract law, for over seven years. Seriously. Over seven years, privately, on my own. Why? Because I was in an industry, professionally, successfully, that was known for everybody getting their money took from me. I wasn't going to be one of those. I studied contracts heavily. That's when I learned about legalese. That's when I have, I've had a law dictionary for over ten for about ten for over ten years. I got to say that it's been over ten years, definitely ten years ago. And I don't say that to be like, ooh, I'm important, I'm special. No, I'm not. I'm just like you. If I don't take a shower, I stink just like you. What I'm saying is it's just time invested. And I was able to be able to, I was able to pick up different jurisprudences of law quicker because I had that basis, that foundation in contract law. A lot of people don't come in the game like that. Most people come in the game in other types of laws. I don't even teach contract law. Like a special study and stuff. Law school. I've had people I had old Jews offer to pay my way through law school. I've had this dude with a, with a he was with some sort of organization. He was he was talking about the same thing. You ever thought about going to law school? A little bit, not really. What if I was offered to pay for it? Well, how would you do that? Well, you know, through my company, you know, the company I work with, we do this and we do that, and you know. What if I said I could pay for your for your law school? I, why would you do that? Because you, you you are very quick to pick it up. Not quick in my mind. I'm like I'm not quick to pick it up. I've been studying this stuff, this stuff for like five six years, man. You just think I'm quick to pick it up because you're being prejudiced. When it comes to public versus private, it's very important to understand the fundamentals. And the fundamentals are that which createth, regulateth, and destroyeth. So if you got a state-created entity or a state-created individual, y'all over here calling it the debtor and the straw man or something like that. These are different terms that are used in different con- contracts. Straw man was used in a specific context for those to understand 
more easily the concept that was being attempted to be conveyed which is you know it's not you it's like a shadow of you or whatever like this little dummy wax figure of you that only exists in this certain type of jurisdiction that was created by the public that's why I thought it was an individual return you got a 9-8 number you're filing a trust return or a state return now you can have a, a public like an 8-3 whatever 8-2 whatever number and still file a 1041 now is it a public trust or is it a private trust? There's over 80 different types of trust. I don't know them all. If anyone tells you that they know them all, they're lying to you. Slap them in the mouth. I'm just playing them. So there's over 80 different types of trust. So when it comes down to it, finding the correct person or mentor who understands the type of entity you're looking to Structure is important. I don't know if you've ever thought about it in those in that context. That's very important. I bring my trust indenture to these, you know, the short form, bring it to some of these attorneys. They'd be like, You can't do that. That <laughs> is one dude. That is one dude say, You can't do that. No. You can't do that. He's European. His face went red. You can't do that. No. And you know. I'm not going to tell them, yes, I can. I've got bank accounts and I got, you know, enrolled agents with IRS, you know, accountants that are filing returns. You know what I mean? Like, I've titled vehicles and these things with the DMV. I've done a lot of things. What do you mean I can't do that? You know, it's just funny. It's just funny, you know. It's funny how so called educated people. Behave when they're presented with information that they don't recognize, and how quick and easily it is for them to dismiss this information, especially if they determine the source of the information to be below the source of the information they have turned their information. Did you follow that? If you walk in, you know, off the street, you know. You might, you might have on some fresh Jordans. I don't know. I don't know how you dress. If you assist your lip gloss, lip gloss might be popping. I don't know. I don't, you know. They're going to automatically be like, okay, so this person, you know, number one, I don't recognize from my class. Number two, I've never, you know, met this person at any of the distinguished events that I, you know, frequent in my high society lifestyle. Number three, you know, these people don't look like they know what they're doing. So you, so you come at them with information they're going to be nine times out of ten. There's going to be a lack, a lack of receptiveness on their end. That's why you know in trustee training, I got trustees that go and try to open up their first you know business trust account. And I always tell them, call me, call me on the phone in the office when you're talking to the banker and they're talking crazy to you, telling you all the stuff that you can. And I know it requires trust. And, you know, special shout-out to all my trustees that I've dealt with in the past, present, and future who trust me and just, you know, just say, okay, so, and just do what I say because I know know it's tough and I know it hurts. But I love you 
I love you because you're gangster. Maybe, you know, trustee will be in the bank with the banker sitting in that weird chair, you know, with the funny armrest, the wooden ones all extra high and stuff. Who sits with their arms this high? I don't know anybody who does. And they all sit there, oh, you can't do this. And you got to do this. And you got to give me this. And you got to do this and that and this. And I tell them, call me, call me. All trustees have my personal mobile number. Call me. I don't care what time you're on. People call me. I answer the phone. You can tell I just woke up. You can tell the, I answer the phone. Are you sleep? Nah, I'm up. Let's do it. What's up? What you need? What you need? All right, well, I'm at the bank. Okay. And I'm getting it together. Let's do this. Hand him, hand him the phone. I've had two times where the banker wouldn't take the phone, wouldn't talk to me. Every other time they took the phone. I introduced myself, tell him who I am, tell him what I do. I'm a private consultant. I focus primarily on corporate structure and private wealth management. You know, this is a client of mine. I understand that you're having an issue, you know, with the opening of this account. I would like to discuss and just start breaking it down. Point out the distinctions between what they think they know about this entity versus what they don't know. Very professional, very articulate. I have a large vocabulary. Very calm. I'm a businessman. I've never, never, not one time. There was one time the sister had to come back the next day or, or two days later or something like that. And they sent it to the legal. And their legal department said it was cool. And it, and it rocked through. Bottom line is the only reason why they were susceptible. They don't know who I am. They don't know if I'm sitting in the office. I'm probably, boy, likely I'm sitting in my drawers. You know what I'm saying? In my bed. Rubbing my eyes, talking. But I'm articulate and concise. I know what I'm talking about. I've dealt with this stuff for a long time. I know I've been through this so many times with so many different, you know, trustees, so many different clients. Like, I know exactly what to say. So it's like, oh, this guy knows what he's talking about. He knows. He sounds like he knows what he's talking about. He's very confident in the things he's saying. He's coming across, you know, they don't know who I am. So they're more than likely going to listen to what I'm saying versus, you know, you know, the trustee that's walking off the street to open the trust account. There's a certain demeanor that we have. I've never, you know, I've never walked in here opening the trust account. All the stuff that I've heard about 9-8 numbers and stuff, I'm actually doing it. Is it actually happening? No, it's not going to happen. Something's going to go wrong. They're going to yell at me. They're going to call the police on me. If I break the law, all types of stuff goes to people's head. And people can pick up on that. You go in there talking about trust account. Oh, fraud. Patriot Act. I'm going to get fired. That's the first thing they're thinking. I've had a sister. She was. She answered the phone and she admitted that she was scared of getting in trouble. It was the real reason why she was saying she had to get someone else. Telling these people just scared of getting, losing their job. They don't know what they're talking about. Distinctions between public and private. They're used to dealing with public trust agreements, revocable trust, these types of trusts that are set up, inter vivos trust, these, you know, generation skipping trust, all of these trusts that owe their existence to legislation. They're very familiar with that. Very, very familiar with that. You come with some stuff that's off like that, you have a problem. One of the clients that I have had a problem, went down to the DMV with the client. Department of Motor Vehicles, the title of the vehicle, right? Title never came. They sent a letter talking about, they was trying to get the name, address, date of birth. Talking about, it's a person. Man, it's a trust. Had to 
had to go back to the DMV and get it straightened out. I don't know if they was testing. I don't know if the person who was putting the information in did it wrong. If it was, you know, some people, they go to title the trust, um, the vehicle in the name of the trust, and the title comes back and it doesn't work. And some, a lot of people would be like, oh, he's lying. So don't know what he's talking about. He's a scammer. He's a scammer. But, you know, family hit me up, told me what was going on. You know, we handled it. So bottom line is, you know, there's certain distinctions between public and private. I did want to touch on this. I know for a lot of, for a lot of the, you know, the regular audience, a lot of the things that I said, probably all the things I said is very rudimentary, very elementary. But, you know, this is for all the new people, new people waking up, new people coming into the information may so happen to come across this episode, you know, maybe five years in the future. Maybe I'm off doing something else. But I just wanted to hit point for point from my notes on, you know, distinctions between public and private. Bottom line. I hope they hope they help. I hope, you know, I trust they help. And you know, there's specific little nu- nuances always involved. When it comes to not only doing you know business, whether it's public or private, but understanding the distinctions, jurisdictionally more specifically, and how to properly administer, how to properly title, how to properly do things, how to properly execute you know financial banking institution authorizations. Let me tell you something. Real quick, let me drop this jewel real quick. Maybe I've said this, maybe I haven't. I just, I'm, I'm in a good mood. So look, non-taxable income. Okay, so look, let's say I got, a, I got a trust, right? And I know you, right? Right. So I give you a promissory note, right? In the name of the trust. You know, I'm a trustee. I know you. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm gonna help you out because we're cool and I see what you're doing and I appreciate what you're doing. You know, it's for the people. So, I'm going to give you this promissory note, all right? And what I want you to do is, I want you to hold on to it for like 30 days. And it's a promissory note for $10,000, by the way. $10,000. Remember, I'm talking about non-taxable income. So here, I'm going to give this to you. Here, this is a gift. So I'm gifting you a promissory note for $10,000. Drawn off of a trust So I'm a trustee There's other trustees though But I'm going to tell you I'm going to use Arms length filling And I'm going to tell you To go to other trustees When you present The notes I'm going to have to go To the other trustee So I want you to hold it For 30 days You got to hold it for 30 days You got to hold it for 60 days Alright There's $10,000 I, trustee of the, the foundation trust, promise to pay $10,000 to the bearer upon demand after the date of, you know, what is it? Let's do August 30th. But you got to go to the other trustee of the trust to get your $10,000. All right, but here, here, here's this note, this promissory note. 
and I signed it. And I stamped it with the stamp of the trust, whatever. I put my thumbprint on it. You know what I'm saying? I, I danced on it. It don't matter, whatever. I definitely signed it. So the other trustee is going to recognize it. Now, you bring that to the trustee, right? And you say, here you go. I have this for you. This was, this was given to me by so L. And that trustee, you know, speak quality speaking, you know, it's a system. She's gonna say, you know, she's going to say, oh, nice to meet you. Oh, this this right here? She's going to look at it. She's going to, oh, no problem. And she's going to go behind the desk, right? You know, pull out the checkbook. And she's going to write you a $10,000 check. Is that $10,000 taxable income? Is it? Is it? <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. It was a gift of intangible property. And all you did was discharge the note or discharge the, the obligation of the note. So you gave you gave the ten thousand dollar note. To the trustee, the trustee gave you ten thousand dollar check. That was a discharge. No, that's not taxable income. And that, I mean, hey, that's just you know. Do your research, you know. Don't believe anything I say, man. I could be, you know, you know, I might be out of my mind. You know that? Y'all know that? I could be on the air just talking crazy. I could end the show every week and go play with my little green men that run around that only I see. But not for real. I always want you to, you know, research what you hear from me. Make sure you understand what I'm saying first. But don't ever believe what I'm saying at face value just, you know, for your own sake. I would never recommend that. But no. No, it's not. It's not taxable income. It's just certain ways of doing things, and you know, with proper structure, there, you know, there's, there's sky's the limit. Especially if you understand contract, and the contract is properly drafted. Dot com. If you want to get into the training, I highly suggest you do. Admin, and welcome to the foundation. Dot com. If you would like any type of consultation, or you can go to the website. Welcome to the foundation. Dot com. Set up a consultation. From the website, make a donation, do your dance. But it's it's, it's fundamental, fundamentally important that we understand the distinctions between public and private in our transition. Fundamentally private. I care for y'all deeply. I don't know if you feel it, but it's real. Like y'all are my family, y'all my people. And I need y'all to understand what's going on. Because anytime I see one of my people in a terrible situation, it hurts me for real. I don't like it. And especially when there's a position that I can't, I cannot help everybody. I can't. You know, I went to the Bahamas recently, and my friend down there asked me for some money. I couldn't even help him, man. I don't operate like that. I have funds are allocated. There's a system that I have in place. You know, tell my, tell my, you know, my, my people, like, if you need something from me, you need to let me know. I need at least three, four days notice. 
in advance. Don't be coming to me like emergency. I need two hundred dollars right now. You gonna be mad? You gonna be mad at me? I need to allocate funds. You know, <laughs> I need to do stuff. You know what I mean? Because I'm, you know, I'm administrating so many different entities, and you know, I have a certain structure that I'm using. Do that, you know, this system of interrelating trust. So it's like, you know, I got to be able to substantiate what's going on, man. So give me time to figure this out and make it happen. So this is what I do. You know, this is my charity. It's called the Foundation. Welcome to the Foundation. And I appreciate everybody that comes along with this ride with me as we lay the foundation. This isn't for me. This is for us. This is for you. I'm doing probably better than 80% of my people, 85% of my people, 90% of the people that I walk across on the street. And that has nothing to do with so-called color or melanation or whatever. I don't, you know, whatever. It's going to get worse. You see the policies that are being implemented on the federal level. You see what's going on. You see, oh my God. And those who are ignorant are really going to get hurt. So I'm going to move the phone lines. Call the numbers 424-222-5250. Appreciate you hanging out with me. If you are listening to the episode online, want to call in. We have four minutes left in the live broadcast before we go to stream. Don't suppose we'll go too too much over. But you know what I'm saying? Let's let's just do this dance. I'm going to go to the first phone line number. Uh, who got scared? Someone was like, no. <laughs> Don't pick me. Three four seven zero five two nine. Three four seven zero five two nine. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Peace, brother Fonell. This is Sister Yvette. Peace, community. Peace, kings and queens. Fonell, keep preaching. Just tell them. Tell them they need to get in the private. They really do. You know because it's getting critical out here. It's getting very, very critical. Kings and queens, you got to make a sacrifice. And the sacrifices, if you're getting paid on a job, you got to make that sacrifice. Be honest, be truthful, be a man of your word, a woman of your word. Contract is the law. Lock yourselves into contract. Let's do this. See, it takes a village to raise children. You all are still children learning. Get into your right perspective. Get into your right finances. Get get your mind right. Because we're going to look up and we're going to be in trouble. Get yourselves together, community. Sacrifice. If you're spending money to do your nails and party on the weekend, $100, dollars $200 a week, you can invest in your, your future. You can invest in in your children, in your children's children, and all the generations to come. It's not about playing games because at the end of the day, you're living from Peter to Paul. You're living from check to check, and some of y'all already know. You can't do no worse than what you're already doing. Get into the private. It's going to be a good investment in the long run. Brother Sordell, peace, my brother. 
check your email that went through. I'll send you an email in the morning, let you know what's the next step for me. Peace, kings and queens. Peace, my brother. I appreciate you, sister. Peace. Always a pleasure. Peace to the queens. Next caller. Let's bang this one. 205 0377 205 0377 Peace. Which name where you calling from? Uh uh-huh. Yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, family. It's your brother reporting live from Birmingham, Alabama. You know what I'm saying? Tuning in to the show, bro. You know what I'm saying? Brother Copper Tone Bay. You know what I'm saying? So, definitely what it is, aka Mellow, you know. Uh, I chimed in in the middle, bro, but I. I got in, and you wouldn't be surprised by how many people I speak with. Now, I asked myself, you got a business? Yeah, I got, it. I got a business. You know what I'm saying? I got LLC set up. Now, I asked him, you know what I'm saying? I asked myself, uh, did you by any chance file a 8832 form to go with that to be recognized as a, you know what I'm saying, uh, as a, uh, you know what I'm saying, certified entity or whatnot? Oh, no, nah, I didn't hear about that form. She's like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, see, you see what I'm saying? So, I'm, I'm learning as I go, even when I speak to people out here who, you know, quote-unquote, call themselves, set up, doing business, you know what I'm saying, out here. So it's beautiful, though, because uh, I get a chance to tune in and tap into it as well. And be like, okay, jot this down, don't have this. You know what I mean? So, man, and it's also a good spot to inform all too, you know what I mean? I get a chance to tell them, tune in to the show. You know what I'm saying? Check in tune, tune in with this, you know what I'm saying? You want to. You want to up, you know what I'm saying, up, up, upgrade your level of knowledge for doing business. So, you know, it's truly beautiful, brother. It's truly beautiful. I know you could be doing anything better. You know, you could be, you know what I'm saying, up up in the, up in the room playing with, playing with your G.I. Joe or something, doing something better on the PlayStation, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, uh, be a thanks, though. Be a thanks, though, that, you know what I'm saying? We here. We got a chance. We got a thorough brother. He's been thoroughly mentored. You know what I'm saying? Conditionally, you know, to do business and also, you know, take time out and, you know, grab, grab a concept schedule with the people, bro. So I'm, I'm definitely thankful. You know, um, you know, got a little, got a little technical, and technical difficulties between, you know what I'm saying, persevering, but, you know what I'm saying, uh, the ultimate thing is we're going to get the, the insight, you know what I'm saying, that we hold the true value in. Where do we see ourselves? You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Building that vision. So, definitely so. You know what I'm saying? Uh, it's beautiful. I'm in transit as we speak. Still tuning in, chiming in, man. So, you know, it is what it is. Got the email too, bro. Thanks a lot. Definitely got the email. You know what I'm I got that. So, uh, yes, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, bro. It's another. It's another. We can add this one definitely to the foundation. Another, another brick in the cornerstone, bro. So, uh, yeah, with that being said, you know, how's the universe been treating you and yours? Oh, man, you know, no complaints over here. I don't know how I could at that point. Right. How about you, though? You good? Everything good? Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, uh, we making some changes. I'm getting down to the point now where uh, it's time for me to actually go ahead and make sure these steps, is, uh, they're, ready, they're ready to be, you know what I'm saying, uh, catapult, ready to shoot them out, so... That's another thing, bro. Uh, my brother, I'm staying with. I'm linking in, studying with him. We're doing a little 
doing a little study session, you know what I'm saying, every 30, 40 minutes to an hour every night, and uh, making sure we're keeping all resources in contact, reliable sources in contact, you know what I'm saying, in their hands. So uh, that's another thing, bro. You know, people tune in, listen to a lot of people, bro, but one thing to show is they have a reliable source. You know what I'm saying? It's very valuable. So I don't knock nobody when they go over here and they go over there surfing and, and fishing. But you know, so man, it's like this, man. If I, if, if it ain't solid, if it ain't something I can bank on, so to speak, you can actually count upon it. You know what I'm saying? And, it, and it's one to show proof of that. Uh, and and it's still being living proof. You know what I'm saying? In the flesh. Then man, I, I'm not gonna really subscribe to it too much. And, it's just something like that when you build them with ones that's close, you gotta at some point just say, Hey man, you know, uh I you know, I gotta do my own thing. You know, I, I accompany with this is and, and you part of doing your own thing, that defines being competent. So, you know, that shows where the competence comes in at right there. You know, you not following everyone else in whatever step process they're doing. So you have to be confident enough to rely and trust in yourself that you are doing the correct thing. And so that's, that's mainly what I'm doing, bro. Uh, you know, saving every penny, because every penny is the foundation, you know what I'm saying? So uh, to add to, so I'm definitely doing that, saving every dollar a duck, bro. And uh, getting ready to put put it, put it, put my money where my mouth is, mainly. You know what I'm saying? So, sir. Yeah, that's definitely what it is. Yes, sir. That's definitely what it is, man. Study, study like a mug, though. One can't even say study, 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 man. Thanks to you, Savelle. Thanks for the, uh, you know what I'm saying? Thank, thanks to the uh, security at uh, SPC University. You know what I'm saying? Thank you for that, bro. I mean, thank you, man. Thank you for, you know what I'm saying, the high frequency in the foundation. Man. Like, thank you, bro. Like, certain ones don't know the value until they actually get in tune. But, you know, it's beautiful, man. Which It's beautiful what y'all doing, family. You know what I'm saying? Y'all stay in tune with that. Stay in touch with that, too, man. You know what I'm saying? So, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Honest. Honest to you, bro. Honest. Honest to you, for real. You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. All, all praise is due to the, you know, honestly, to the ancestors and the creators, man. I'm just, just playing my part, man. I appreciate you, man. You know, long standing. Yes, sir. Dealing with you since I've been you know, on, the, on the vault. You know what I mean? So it's like, true, you know, true. Jewels. Appreciate you, you know, always, always, you know, adding to the foundation, really. It's a lot of jewels back there being dropped, man. A lot of jewels in that vault, so a lot of jewels, bro. Yeah. True. <laughs> I'm to my treasures. I mean, I just went back. I went back and like, whoo, because I got, I got archives. You know what I'm saying? I got archives on the, on, on the, uh, on my dad. So, you know what I'm saying? I put them on my thumb drive, and I go back, and I'm like, woo, wow, this is, this is powerful. I had to go back and do the knowledge, man. It seems like every time you go back, you find something new, though. It's like a book, you open up, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah? So, yeah. Yeah, bro, you put in work. So put in work, bro. <laughs> Continuing. Wow, that, that's beautiful, though. That's definitely beautiful, bro. Uh-oh. I got some people too, though, man. I got I got certain ones, you know what I'm saying. I I sit down with them and go back into the archives, but sit down, check it out, so they can get a vibe and a feel, you know what I'm saying, what they want to do, you know what I'm saying. So yeah, definitely it's therapy though, definitely therapy, man. You know what I'm saying. And uh, yeah, keep the keep keep them lines open though, bro. Keep them lines open, you know what I'm saying. 
Cause I'm, I'm gonna hit you. I'm gonna hit you up unexpectedly. I'm let you know. I'm gonna hit you up unexpectedly, bro. It'll be expecting me unexpected. Yeah, Expectedly unexpected. Yeah, I look forward to it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Expectedly unexpected. Travel safe to, to your home. And I'll talk to you soon, family. Yes, sir. Indeed. That's my boss, too, matter of fact. He just pulled it up. That's my, that's my transit. Oh, all right, man. Get on it. I'll talk to you soon, man. Have a great night. Peace, man. All right. In a minute, bro. Peace. Peace and God. Peace. Always a pleasure. Hello. A.K.A. Copper Tone. 718-8092. 718-8092. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, this is Dallas. You know, I'm over here at Long Island, Strong Island, you know. You know, St. Dow, you know, watch the deal Brownsville. Everything's all right, so L. Um, peace to everybody out there. You know, just saying hello, let you know, let everybody know I'm tuning in. That, you know. Um, you know, me, I, I, I try like you when you first started out, I don't have too much to say. <laughs> and now, um, you know, I, I remember when you first came on the radio, you know. Yeah, you know. But now, um, you know, you you long-winded, which is a good thing, you know. That, but, um... That's why everything's all right. How's everything with you? Everything's cool, which I know it already because, you know, you said so um previous uh, speakers already. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. No complaints, man. Always. Always. I could okay. complain, I guess. No one would listen. No, I'm just playing. Oh, oh well, well, we were listening. We were listening. We might have answers. Uh, no, nah, I'm just yeah. playing. I, you know, my complaints are small, like traffic. Okay. How many more callers you got after me? I got one more, and I'm out of here. Okay, all right. So, listen, I'm going to let that one person um, talk to you with that because, you know, me, I, I don't have pretty much the same way I listen. To, well, every now and then I do have a question. I guess I ask the question that everybody's afraid to ask, you know. But anyway, um, or, or have to remember to ask with that. Anyway, um, I'll be talking to you soon, all right? All right, man. Well. Have a good one, man. Peace and love. Hey, listen, I heard you cough. Peace and love. I heard you cough um, by last week. How's your asthma? I ain't acting up on you, right? No, I'm good. I'm good. Okay, that's good. That's good. All right, that's good. All right. Well, thank you very much. Right, peace and love, so well. You're welcome. All right, peace. All right. All right, this is going to be the last caller. I know I know. there's more. I'm, I love y'all too, but I'm out of here. 813 Five eight. Peace. What's your name? Where you calling from? Hey, Sadel. This is Eric calling from Florida. How you doing? Not bad. How you doing, Eric? Doing good, man. I saw your website about a month ago, and I was impressed. And this is the first time I'm on the show, and I'm gonna be brief. Um, I'm doing my SPC through uh, Sovereign Final Solutions. I didn't know that. Um. Um, high frequency was doing it um, but you know um, I want to engage you for the mentorship but child is unjust child support has decimated me so I don't have a lot of free expendable you know income but I do want to get information and I also have a question um, uh, I did get my LLC as well recently and I, I didn't you know I'm trying to get more information on the other things you said we need to do but do you have like a um, 
contract trust law like class and course where you, you we have modules we can go step by step and learn the whole process that you learned and all the important things and maybe have like a test engine where we could uh, test our knowledge, you know, and see how 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 uh, how we fare, you know, saying after studying the material. Uh, yes and no. Um, I have uh, what I what I call trustee training. I don't set it. It's oh, not cool. set up in, in core style. It's set up more in like apprenticeship style, mentorship style. So I ain't ain't really no tests. Or nothing like that. The tests are actually, you know, the demonstrations. So actually going out and doing it, titling vehicles, opening trust accounts, you know, titling assets, okay. you know, doing business, so on and so forth. So uh, not so much, not not so many modules. I don't do tests or quizzes or nothing like that. But I do have a curriculum uh, that I administer in the private. And, um, if oh, you cool. email me, admin at welcome to the foundation dot com, I can give you more information about that. What's that email again? Uh, admin uh-huh. at welcome okay. to the foundation.com. Let me ask you another question. Um, do you help um, individuals dealing with uh, child support issues? Well, yes and no. Um, what I could do, yeah, I guess it depends. Uh-huh. So you know, if the best best case scenario is, you know, you can work out an agreement. You know, with yeah, the other. I wish that was possible. No. Not possible. I know. Okay, so then then from there, I guess it just depends on you know. Really, with me, because, like, I've heard that before, and there's been people I've helped under conditions, and there's been people I've turned away. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? But I will say right. this. I can't help with past. I can't help with future. Okay. And it depends on the character of that individual and how I feel about that individual. Yeah. Like, it's a, it's a certain requirement. Like, okay, so you got child support, right? So I'm going to help you structure to where – that may not be a problem, but then who are the beneficiaries on your trust? Better be those children. You understand what I'm saying? Right, right. Yes, sir. So it's like if 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 the state is making you take care of your children, then I'm gonna leave that alone. But if the state is hindering you from doing what you wanna do as far as taking care of your children, you just rather do it in a different way or you know, something like that, then you know, I tend to, you know, assist individuals in those positions. You understand what I'm saying? But this was, this is what happened to me. I was paying the mother uh, and you know, then try to say, Hey, this is what I can afford. Uh, what do you feel is fair? You know, I maybe can do a little more and she wouldn't communicate with me. Um, you know, I was I was taking care of them for day one, you know, before we separated, you know, and uh and so she's you know, anyway, they got involved and they, I make sixteen hundred a month. They're taking six hundred a month, so they put me a thousand dollars for the poverty line. You know, and like that's just, you know, if I can't take care of myself, I can't take care of my kids. I just want to be able to do deal with you know, directly with the uh, children's mother instead of having those fees their interest and tell me what I need to be paying. <laughs> 
All right, you, yeah, I understand that. Um, I guess, man, best thing to do is just email me, man. Let's talk about this in the private if we can. Yes, sir. And, and uh, you know, let's take it from there. I don't really want to put your business all out on the, you know, the public airways. These, these shows are archived and all that. You know, so. Gotcha. Um, I understand. I appreciate you for taking my call, sir. So I, I mean, I, I enjoyed the show. I, I really did, and I'll be continuing listening um, every time you have one if I'm available. All right, I appreciate that. I appreciate you calling in. It's your first time. Yes, sir. You know, appreciate you, you know, adding to the foundation. It was a pleasure meeting you, and I look forward to yes, talking sir. to you soon. Oh, one, one last question before you go, sir. The the SPC. Um, and the trust both go hand in hand. Um, is that correct? Am I thinking correctly on that? To me, that's separate. Secure party. That's that's public. You're dealing with the debtor, the individual, so on and so forth. Now, now trust. Those are private entities that are administered. So you got you know public versus private. You know. Some people say other things. Oh, me, you know, you, you got public versus private. That's you know, so. They're different, you know. I mean, this is this is some heavy stuff. We should be dealing with etymology. We should be dealing with law. We should be dealing with civics. We should be dealing with economics. We should be dealing with jurisprudence. We should be dealing with astrology, cosmology. There's there's so many different sciences that we don't study, therefore we don't understand what's going on. But nah, the SPC that's the debtor, so that's public. Dealing with the debtor's contracts between the private individual, of course, and the debtor. And the distinguishing between the two, but you know, um, going private and operating privately to private entities is independent of that. You're not going to go to SBC University and be set up privately. Not, no. Okay, and that's on your site, the the uh, the university you're talking about. SBC University is my big brother uh, Yusuf L. So that's on. Um, uh, I think it's PrivateSideSolutions.com. Here, let me, okay. let me quick guess. He's my brother, so it's, it's worth getting it right. Let me go to Private Side Solutions. Private Side Solutions. And let me see if I can find an SPT. I'm pretty sure it's on here. Oh, no. Hold on. Let me go there. Is that, is that it? That's it? The private solutions Yeah, I thought it was, but I mean, maybe I typed it in wrong. But I think I might have me you know, having problems with my internet, or he's working on his site. But yeah, I mean, it's SPC okay. SPC University dot private side solutions or something like that. But it's his site. Private side solutions is uses uses site. Gotcha. And that's where he does it. SPC University. I know that much. Okay, and so I'm going to email you thought, um, about my question there with child support and about um, your mentorship um, as soon as I get off the phone with you. Okay, yeah, shoot me an email. All right, big brother, appreciate you. Have a good night. Appreciate you, man. You too as well, man. Peace. Peace. All right, y'all, that's it. That's it. I love you, but I got to go. 
foundation, public versus private. I hope y'all got something from the show. Make sure you tune in next week for the foundation. More than likely, I'm gonna try to get, see if I can get um, brother Teron L, the credit expert, back on the show. Man, y'all love that dude. I'm serious, man. That show did some numbers. You know, when he comes on, he shuts it down. So I'm looking for I can see him get on next week. If not, you know, I'm gonna come out here and do my dance, do my dance. Make sure you check out welcome to the foundation.com at the very least. Sign up for the email list. I'm gonna be honest, the numbers have been slowing down. What's wrong with y'all? All these new numbers every week and stuff. You ain't going to the website. Just put your email in for the email list. I don't spam you. I don't have partners. I'm not gonna try to get you to buy some some air freshener or something. I don't play that stuff. Don't worry about it. It's all about the knowledge. You can also, like I said. You can make a donation to the foundation. You can sign up for a consultation. We got some PDFs all up there. Get you get your knowledge on. You can check out some previous episodes. Find the YouTube page, Instagram page, Twitter page, Facebook page, all that from WelcomeToTheFoundation.com. I like the site. It's a wonderful site. I hope you like the site. iFrequencyRadioNetwork.com. I always got to say it. I'll never stop. Shout out to Big Brother Yusuf Fell. And shout out to you, you know, those who are still checking out the show right now, live. Like, or you're still listening to this archive. Like, man, you went to the end, baby. I appreciate you. Got nothing but love for you. At the end of the day, it's all about moving forward and always continuing to make those steady steps up towards our destination. Most importantly, we need to know our destination. We need to know our limits. We need to know our, the foundation. We need to understand where we're at so we understand where we're going. And that's really what I'm looking to provide here. Some clarity to where we're at and some clarity to where we can go. Because <clears throat> with that knowledge, it tends to destroy limitations that have been self-imposed in your own psyche by yourself. And that leads to growth. And that means change, understand that you're worth it, understand that you're important, understand that you have a very unique position. You understand the forces that are used to keep all the atoms of your body in the same space to make up a body. You know what I mean? Like You have a very unique perspective. No one sees the world from your perspective. No one ever will. Not at this moment, in this place, in this time. Go easy on yourself But then be a little harder on yourself You're very important So a very important person Is expected very important things Make sense Do your best so we can be our best Believe, begin, become That being said Let's all move forward I want to say once again thank you for checking out The show You know the foundation And make sure you are here next week for the next episode. And with that being said, I appreciate y'all. I love y'all. And I'll see you here next time on the foundation. Peace. Doing this thing all the way live. High frequency radio.